tap into your most original thinking, organize your ideas, and create the opportunities to launch your creative work. Unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And this is the podcast where we talk about reclaiming and re-engaging with our own creativity and our process. But also, there is that business side where you say, you know, I'm creating the work, but I need to launch it and get the value out of it out into the world. And that's the topic with my guest today, Michael McGrush. Michael, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Good to see you. It's good to see you. Michael is uh, Vienna, Austria, born, raised, educated, now living and working in Southern California. So he's got a great global perspective. Michael, you work with a lot of people. And this last book that you wrote, The Smart of Art, talked about reclaiming their value and their passion. The lot of creatives sort of undervalue, and therefore the you've recognized it too, the starving artist you know, image. But what is it about our passion for our art, our creativity, that often needs to be reclaimed and rekindled? So there's two issues here, because you talked about the starving artist and also the reclaiming. So uh, both the starving artist is, and this is the symptom of all, of the essence that I found in my last book. Um, Artists have never defined their value. When you go to a guy that does uh, whatever, bicycles or a plumber or an electrician, he can tell you exactly why you're paying $3,000 for. An artist has no idea. It's just the ego, what the ego says. If somebody has, has no value for art and says, oh, give me 50 bucks for the painting. And the other said, I want 40 bucks for the same painting, 40,000 bucks for the same painting. And that's the problem. And the that's the source of all problems because we have never defined ourselves uh, what we do. We have never said, I mean, in the old old days, the artists were guilds, but that's the same, you know, they were in guilds like, a, uh, you know, making uh, beautiful staircases and whatever, but that's today's uh, creative technicians, mm-hmm. you know, uh, NFT uh, junkies or whatever. So, the art itself is where the value is. That's the purity, creativity of the purity of creativity is in art. Uh, so let me let comes. me capture and underscore something you said about the ego almost setting the price. Is it because we lack the confidence, or is that we don't really know what our art is worth? Be, because we 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 don't know. Super question. Super question mark. Because we don't know, we just wing it. I mean, look at look at all these success books out there. Mm-hmm. Look at everybody writes about success. And I can tell you from myself only, I sold $11,000 paintings. I you know, was Arts Commission of Newport Beach, blah, 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 blah. I had never an idea how I got there and how this happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really think about it, you assume after the fact that this is what you did. I did social media, I did this, and I talked to the customer, and then I sold. You don't know that you can sell. You can't even tell your wife that you are. Uh, you want to give a, a wedding ring to your wife, uh, to your future wife or, or, or husband. You can't even figure out a ring for them because mm-hmm. the, you go you go to the jeweler and you say, "I know you like a ruby. You you would like that ring, right?" And she says, "Yeah, but 
that diamond is, or, or that what an emerald is what I like. And the same with Thai. She says, oh, that's such a, I know you like navy blue. And then you go navy blue and, and you see this yellow tie next to it. It's like, I rock, I said, for my money, I would buy this. So we can't. And I think in our society, because success is so important and to create and to new, 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 new. Uh, and always, and there's no, um, there's no cycles, no uh, seasons. You know, in, in economy, because the principle of co uh, economy is very, very limited. It has to get more and more and more. Bottom line, you know, uh, I mean, negative, what they call it, never the, ne uh, they call when they don't make money, they call it never the growth. <laughs> it's right. completely focused on making making more, making more faster, cheaper. And, and, and the human doesn't work with that. Well, and, and, and I think about an artist way back. I knew that, you know, was entering some of his first uh, work in galleries and so yeah. forth. And he, like you said, hey, I think it'll be two hundred forty dollars. And I thought, why not twenty four thousand? Why don't you just add a couple of zeros on the back? Because who would know? I think it's fantastic, you know. Yeah. But the market, no. I guess, has to decide. The market decides because this is the mis make, uh, big misunderstanding. When an artist creates a piece of art, not like something the market wants. Let's say something like the, like my behind me. When I create that, I have so much um, joy creating it that then once it's a product, it can. It's a product. It's like a bicycle. It's like, and that is hard to compartmentalize because the the market, the art market that we know, we know art market. We don't know art. We're not, we're not smart about art outside of systems. That's why I started my, my podcast. And I wanted to re-educate humanity because then we can value from both sides why it's important that we have art in our world and why it needs to be. And it's funny because why it needs to be supported. And why do you support it? I know people that spend a million dollars you know, donating for this uh, this event mm -hmm. or for whatever. And when I talk to these people and I ask him, why do you, why did you support art? I said, it's, it's great. It's just, you know, it's, it's great and people and all this stuff. But really nobody can tell me why it's really important because everybody feels it. You know, the feeling is there because the feeling is not there to give a million dollars to the plumbers union. You know what I mean? Yes, I it do. is. Art, to the and, arts. So, and so in your experience, and now that you've captured it in the new book, and I, yeah. I do want to move into that, yeah. how does one shift the brain? <laughs> you know, we're truly working on the left and the right side now. Exactly. We're, we're creating art, but now we have to you know, sell value it, it sell it. Yeah. Uh, and there is that system that you've been describing. Yeah. How does one and, get our and, arms and, around that? And what we have, yeah, we have to, what we have to compartmentalize is this. The magical process of creating, right? That's where you grow. That's where you get the wisdom. That's why you see, oh, I can think something. And it turns out better than I think, worse than I think. You get always instant feedback. And it's not about, about the other, because right now you're in the process of creating. And then you have to, you have to disengage when you're done with it. And that's the hard thing for, for artists. They can't disengage because the, the experience was so magical. 
It's like you, you dated a girl and she was so magical. And you said, why is that not in my... So you need to digest that experience. And then, because a lot of artists cannot give away the art because they, like they, 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 they can't price it and they can't give it away because it's always too less for some and always too much for other. So when, if they can see, uh-huh, once I'm done, I'm done with the magic creation. Now I, I, I milk that moment like we do now. And then I'm good, I'm saturated. And now I can detach and give that, give the painting in the market. And then an expert and a businessman, a gallerist is the best, you know, a gallerist or, or selling in an auction or have somebody uh, be a manager is usually the best because they are detached. See your attachment to the, your creation blinds and 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 blurs the blurs the sales mm. and you're always insecure i mean artists have no i was problem. gonna say almost insecure on both sides of it it's exactly. not as it's not as good as i think it is or somebody else might or yeah. hey this is great it should be a million dollar exactly <laughs> so exactly. You're, you're really not uh, you, you can't know separated. Because, art, yeah. because art and creativity is human and the system all the systems are human creation so what, nature and, and human were not created by us, but the systems were all created by us. And therefore systems are always limited. They're never, they're, they're, they're never, because if I freak out right now, you are born with the intelligence and the wisdom to handle me. You turn off the podcast, you, you, you yell at me or whatever, but you are, you're programmed like I am, limitless. You're human, you're programmed limitless. You know from computers, there's no such thing as limitless because uh, humans come up with problems and problems and problems. And we make it better and better and better because we are limitless, any system is limited. Mm -hmm. And therefore we need to, what art does is it, it, the art creation, it pushes you or even the observation of art and it, is, it, it pushes you into humanity. And there's, there's another magic. See, this is what people need to be aware of. Go to any opening, art opening, uh, and you have Republicans, Democrats, uh, any race, woman, man, transgender, and everybody's talking. And you know, the funniest thing is nobody looks at the art. <laughs> That's the magic because you're surrounded by purity, by, by, you know, by that purely if it's good art, you know, uh, then you, you, you surrounded by that. And then you, uh, you just feel humane and humans are herd animals and we like to be with each other. Yes. Well, and you've, uh, in addition to the podcast and the book, you've taken this idea of teaching to the next level. I mean, you're, you're coaching, you're counseling yeah. uh, many artists, and I've seen some of the yeah. YouTubes of their experiences. Yeah. You know, how, how do they, how can you teach it is the question. How can ah. you transfer this knowledge of taking your creative feelings and putting it into a system to make it, you know, commercially successful? There is no such thing because if you do it, I mean, this is another delusion that we tell each other. We wing it. We say, okay, I make the best bicycle right now. That is better than any bicycle in the world. And that can work and it cannot work. But we pretend we know it's going to work. And then <laughs> if it doesn't, we know how to blame because systems always blame. 
Humans say, you know, it's the opposite of humans. Humans say, oh, it's my fault. And it isn't even your fault, but you still say, it's my fault. I'm sorry, you know? <laughs> but systems always look at the war. Who is blaming and finger pointing? It's all the protect. And the sad thing is on the other side, it's not the system that I mean, uh, humans. So it's limitlessness, creativity of limitlessness against creativity of limitlessness in the uh, creation and maintenance of systems against each other. So humans fight against each other with that limitless creativity. Look at the uh, viruses, viruses, mm -hmm. antivirus software. It's the best example. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. So it's, it's a joke. It's, it's, and, we, and we waste our energy. The, the bottom line, what's really the best, because you could say, okay, if there's a good and a bad and they fight each other, they get all better, right? But, but the sad thing is we're here, we're herd animals, we're here to enjoy and be in the habitat of nature, see the beauty of this planet and the beauty of that every human is different. Mm -hmm. I, I relish in meeting new people even on Zoom. It's always a new person and friendship happen and not, and it's it, even if there's no friendships happen, the experience in the moment is so great. If I never talk to you anymore, I don't want that, but if, if that would happen or if something happens to me right. in the next that the, minute. That the connection has been made. The connection has been yeah. made. Well, yeah. let's take that to the uh, next chapter, so to speak, of our, no, of our conversation. Yeah, we've talked about uh, rekindling our passion for the art, but also moving into the values. I think thirdly, Michael, I'd like to talk about your own work because you've described this uplifting and charging and feel of the room. Uh, mm -hmm. Your work has been described as liminal hard edge and reductive pop and even antidepressant. We could use some of that wall power as it's been called. Yeah. What is it about the work that you have developed your own style, you know, this kind of uh, shapes and colors and things like that, that you put into your artwork? What drives that for you? I just have a feeling. So, so I, I feel like, let's say, I feel like pink, like here, or, or you know, a mm -hmm. fuchsia. I feel like that. And I, or I see something like a square and a circle. And I see that somewhere, like say you would have a logo on your shirt. And my mind goes right away to it and creates it. But I'm dyslexic, extremely dys dyslexic, you know? So uh, my mind goes off on your, on your, on your sizel on your shirt. And then I say, and I, I draw a little bit and then I put it on a, now I can put it on a computer before I was drawing, drawing, drawing till I have the final, final, uh, till I was happy. And then I transferred it onto the canvas. Um, today, uh, I, I primarily do, you know, on uh, digital works. And when, if somebody wants any, like, if you want that painting, I would make you that painting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you, if you want, so, so people go on my website, they look and say, can you make that in this size? It's also much more easier because you can say, I have this place like, and I can show your rendering also for, which all the artists do. I was one of the first that did renderings for people. So they look at the thing, especially because I wrote a book on uh, art for public spaces because of my arts commissioner. I saw there was a need. And I, um, 
yeah, that's that's how, how I do it. And, and now every artist does. That's the problem is the artists get pushed away from art, from making mm -hmm. art. They, they, they're, they're business first because, and that's the sad thing because we could have much better art that we have now, right now if people wouldn't worry about the, wouldn't worry about the, uh, you know, how, how they sell it. Yeah, and and the there's an overabundance of art. There's an yeah. overabundance of art. Well, and as you said, you know, you can express the creativity in many medium. I, I've also noticed you have photography, you have music, you know, this kind of multimedia expression. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you bring all those together in a unique combination. Yeah. But but everybody, every artist is that. The artists when, and I wrote this in my two books or so ago, all artists, because I was thinking, why am I only? Because I'm very me, as you can tell, right? Mm -hmm. So I wasn't worried about the market. And most artists that I know were worried about the market. How would I look? I mean, in my, my when I grew up in Vienna, you, you went to the, the, the Academy of Applied Arts. My uncle is it was a teacher there. And you go there and there was few artists for the many. And now I'm many artists for the, for the few, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just shifted over. But it was, it, the people looked and said, for example, I was at the table. This is a great story. I was at a table with the uh, chief of the academy and with um, very, very elaborate, and with my uncle, who was master teacher. And we on Sunday, we, we all talked about art. And they said, Andy Warhol and Picasso are no artists. Because I was a fan. I was young. I was 15 years old. I was a fan of the colors, obviously, you know. And I loved Picasso. And they said, they're boasting and the read and said, how can you say that? You know, made no sense. Mm -hmm. Because a person that makes, and I think Picasso was still alive and it was 30, he did 30,000 paintings. Now he has 38,000, you know. And he said, they said, he, I, I, nobody can be an artist that can make 38,000 paintings. And anyone that photo photographs and paints on photos can also not be a thing. I'm just saying, it's it, it changed constantly. That's why you can't worry about systems. You've got to do what feels good to you. And I, I want to invite everybody to, to, to create art. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about the market. Milk the process. What comes, what, 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 what comes to you? And you can't think about it. All your problems, when you're in the moment of creating, there's no spiritual um, discipline as strong as creating art because you're in the moment. You're not in yoga. I can think about all my problems. You know, I'm not missing yeah. yoga. You know, but when you do art, you focus so much because you don't know. You don't know what comes out. Mm -hmm. You're in the moment. Well, you yeah. you prompted another question that I often get from creative people, and that's about the space or the place or the city in which you're working. You know, you mentioned the environment of Vienna. You know, yeah. Southern California, a different vibe. Somebody mm -hmm. says, if I want to do music, I need to go to Nashville. If I want to do mm -hmm. wine, I need to go to Napa or, you know, Bordeaux uh, or theater, Broadway. Does the place that one is developing their creativity, what is your view on that? Uh, you're describing vibrations, right? You, you, you said there's a vibe. That's well, a, vibe. a vibe for sure. And even yeah. the environment, I guess, or the ecosystem and the supporters yeah. and collaborators that might be there. But I just wonder about, yeah. especially in a much more virtual and hey we can travel we can go anywhere we want but um does the place matter a virtual can never never will never ever replicate napa valley or southern california or vienna or 
the desert. It doesn't matter. You know, it, it will never be able to give you because what you described, you said the vibe. So that's our sense. That's our, the, the, you know, the unlimited self. That's the soul. The soul recognizes Napa. And a lot of souls on this earth recognize it as Napa. Because if I say, uh, uh, make uh, the desert uh, a wine country, I, I don't get a following. You see, so when there's a strong vibration of this, obviously, humans are sensitive. I mean, you know, when, when an animal dies or so, it can still be warm and has the fur, but what is that in you that recognize that is that? See, and that is what recognized in Napa. That's it, that confirms Napa is this, and Vienna is culture and classical, and Southern California is surf and and uh, VW buses. You know? Yes, exactly. So, well, and it, I guess it goes back to that feeling that yeah. is emitting from the work, and so so is the vibe. I guess a feeling that is coming from the place. Yeah, and yeah. often if something comes from a total different place or from a person. So this is another wonderful thing. When you see a person, you know a person for a long time and all of a sudden say, you know what, Mark, I, I'm, a, I'm a closet artist. And you look at a painting or his painting and you blow away. You all of a sudden makes all sense in the person. You have a, you can recognize that person so much clearer even if it's your wife and she has never shown you. Because what you read out of it is not a bit, bit code, uh, you know, bits. Mm -hmm. you, you, you're, reading, you're reading soul. You know, you're reading our, you know, uh, our unlimited self, the unlimitedness you, you read. And that's what we're all looking for. That's why wisdom, this is what we talk about right now, is wisdom. It's not knowledge. Mm. Knowledge is temporary. It goes out and in. You know, all the knowledge that science found is already outdated, except Newton's law, you know. <laughs> yes. but, but 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 basically, and gravity, but basically everything everything else, knowledge is very short. And to be with art, you be you get in touch with your wisdom. That's why I call art the language of of uh, wisdom. So and good. science is the, uh, is the language of knowledge and, and mm -hmm. of course people too but we we communicating on totally different levels we we you know the words that we speak just sounds we, we yeah. actually connecting over our limitless self you know yeah. our, makes you know? so much sense well yeah. michael i have one last question for you but before we get too far i want to make sure that people know how to connect with you mm -hmm. find you and learn more about your work and your programs yeah, it's michaelm.com, michael with two L's, m.com, michaelm.com. And uh, this is my hub. You get my social, you get my, all the stuff there, social yeah. media. It's uh, all there. We'll you, find the, the content, the uh, books, the links, the links to the videos. It's all there. Over what again. I recommend is go, go, I have a 30 second podcast. And this is a podcast of wisdom. And you, because everything that counts for art always counts for human. And you just look at that twice a week, it comes out. I think I have 64 episodes right now and I have 350. So it's, 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 I keep adding to it because I, I become aware of things and then put it in words. And that alone will help you so much because you're not just listening to something and regurgitating. 
you're just listening and it makes you think there's a there's a statement and a question and i i say if it doesn't resonate just throw it away discard it but if it does let let it come up what it means for you we gotta be more wise We're not, we can no more knowledge and more doing and more apps and more technology is not yes, going to get us anywhere that's right well the the podcast is quite provocative so listeners i i will post the link in the show notes but this idea that here's a thought and a question and all of a sudden you're like wait was that it yeah that was 30 seconds so now it's on you to think and you can yeah. think as long as you want. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, here, here no, because I believe uh, our connection. I believe in that we are interconnected. And I believe that humanity can save itself. It doesn't need systems. It doesn't need to hide or uh, be angry at systems because that's the two things. You know, the one that navigates is angry at systems and the other. But in really, if the humans would talk to each other, and now you can't get even anybody on the phone anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we could handle things very easily with very few words, or we can go through systems and stay on hold, get the next technician, get the next yeah. technician, and our life juice is lost. Why so, are we here on earth? As we close, Michael, let's think ahead to yeah. the future. And you mentioned uh, public art commissions. I'm really curious about your sense of public art and what the future is. And some of that might be murals on the walls, and those are still going yes. strong. But what else can we think about uh, in our communities to create that feeling outside our homes, outside the walls, not just inside museums and galleries? Oh, I love this question because this is, you know, uh, I, and I was very much for the, we have a sculpture garden in Newport Beach. And uh, they want to do static arts for the longest time. And I was fighting that. And we have now rotating art. I think public art needs to be rotated because like humans rotate and die, you know, or, or come and go. Mm -hmm. So art, art is so parallel to humans. So art needs to come and go. Then you don't have anybody saying, oh, this is a bad art or, or this is not correct. All the system definition of political correctness and all this stuff, we need to let that go with art. We, we, we can be political correct all we want, but with art, we have to let it go because art needs to be the only space where everything is still allowed and expressed. Yeah. And, and we say the system says it's not right. I mean, look at how women's uh, changed and, and how we are aesthetics of uh, a woman need to have this and need to have that a man and whatever we change constantly in systems. And the hum human stuff is the diversity. It is is that it, it is it's a strength, it's not a weakness. The system has made it a weakness because that they can handle our limitlessness. And they made us racist, they made us gender phobic, you know? Um, and now they wanna do another system PC to fix it. See, it, it doesn't work on the creative, on the for the creative podcast, it doesn't work from the, because you can't create something to do another thing to help that and you know humans humans leave to die to come up systems stay and get stronger all the time and it's no wonder we we, we feel that nike is more worth uh, than a human person or mm -hmm. apple or, <laughs> or or you know a, a but, but i love your description of this organic nature and it, it harkens back to one of your first thoughts on seasons yeah. right but if, if yeah. the art even moved around town <laughs> versus just staying in the same place 
yeah. yeah, I love that. Not buying. I mean, I mean, you help more artists by giving them a commission, which we do in Newport Beach. I mean, I'm not living in Newport Beach anymore, but that's what we do. And uh, and I, I think you help more people, but give you give them exposure, and then they have an experience of being, and they have something for their for the system, you know, for selling, and that helps selling because if you have a sculpture in the sculpture garden here and there, uh, it helps you, you know, it mm -hmm. helps the systems to validate you. But the best is still to to that we value ourselves. I mean, I started the whole thing, and I hope that a lot of people are, are connecting with me and and express it all over the world that we have to define our own values why why art is important you know and right. i think we did a good job today mark you did yeah no job. we did we covered a lot of ground and listeners this is just the kind of conversation this is why we call it a world of creativity for one we want to go around the world and hear these thoughts and what somebody is doing in stockholm and what somebody's doing in vietnam and what somebody's doing in southern california and today's guest you know hailing from vienna to Southern California, you know, we get uh, both ends of the spectrum there. But two of my keys that I took away from our conversation was definitely focus on the feeling of the work and the uh, creation that the uh, emotions can come out of, but then have this systems approach to have the business side and the valuation side of your work to keep our egos maybe a little bit more neutral that we don't undervalue, we don't overvalue, we don't get too attached to our own work and let the, uh, to somewhat, the buyers, the markets uh, decide if we do want to make it a commercial venture. Yeah. So my guest has been Michael McGrush. You go to his website, Michael, as he said, with two L's, michaelm.com. And listeners, come back again for our next episode. We'll continue these around the world journeys. We've passed 200 episodes now, more than 100,000 downloads. So it says something about the desire for more people to listen to the experiences of creative practitioners like Michael today. So we'll find out what inspires them, uh, how they organize the work, and most of all, gain the confidence and the connection to launch their work out into the world. So until next time, I'm Mark Stenson, and we're unlocking your world of creativity. Bye for now. Unlocking Your World of Creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. This program was produced by BSB Media, creators of IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Unlocking Your World of Creativity, and ThePeaceRoom.love. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get the book, A World of Creativity, for a special price of $5.98 for paperback. And the Kindle version is only 99 cents. Go to mark-stinson.com to take advantage of this special offer.